Welcome to the Radiant Weddings Podcast. On today's episode, making your own little celebration of it, but having an intimate ceremony where you still get married, but you save the party, you save the crowd for later. Welcome back, everyone. This is Joe. And I'm Rhea. We're back with another Radiant Weddings podcast, live from Quarantineville. (laughs) And today we're talking about a relevant topic for now, uh, whether you should elope or not. Yeah, this is being recorded on March 20th, 2020. And if you're listening to this at this time or you're shortly after or you're reading about it in the history books, you know that this is when basically the whole planet really shut down because of the coronavirus thing. We are not going to make light of the coronavirus. There may be some uh, passive aggressiveness towards the the panic of it because it, it is a serious thing, but it's also making some really annoying inconveniences for everybody, mm-hmm. including people who are working in the wedding industry like us. And so, a lot of couples who had their weddings planned during this time and all of a sudden the gathering sizes have diminished to like six people, which takes out 98% of their guest list. Exactly. So there's a lot of people talking about, do we, should we reschedule? Should we cancel? Like, should we even start planning mm-hmm. and all that kind of, kind of stuff. And one of the topics that we wanted to discuss on this podcast was the topic of elopements. So mm-hmm. we thought, what better time to discuss this than when that may be the only option? <laughs> so the premise of this is it's your decision whether you elope or not. There's no like formula blanket, like blanket protocol for what's best for everyone in this situation. But the premise that we're coming from is that the wedding is not the beginning of your marriage as in, you can get married without having a wedding. A wedding is not required to have a great marriage. A wedding right. is a celebration of the beginning of a marriage. And something that's becoming more and more popular and actually is, is a really great option for those who are on um, a longer planning timeline is to get married And then have the party later on with your friends and family to celebrate with you. Yeah, a lot of people have done this. Uh, It's especially popular, I've seen, with military couples Mm -hmm. where he or she is in uh, a branch of the armed forces and they decide to get married so that, you know, when they come back on leave, they're not going to be worried about wedding plans and all that. They're just, they can just enjoy being married. And it works out really great. I did a couple, uh, a wedding for a couple who got, they had their wedding I think five, yeah, five years after they actually got married mm-hmm. and they had a little, you know, two year old boy and they were a really great couple and uh, they finally could have that celebration, but they had already got married because they valued it. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, we, we want to be married. We don't want to have to wait for a big party to just be married. And I right. think that that is the best attitude to go forward with, to realize that your marriage is what's important here. Mm-hmm. Celebrating it with a large group of people is a great way to to immortalize it, I guess. It right. Be the wrong it, word, but to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessary. Yeah. So 
Historically, yeah. though, weddings have been the beginning. Like that's that's really uh, a marker of a point in time for people because we we celebrate milestones, and so I think that's where the idea of like the wedding is the beginning of the marriage began. It's because weddings have been that point in time where your mind goes back to that that's where it all began. Do you think that because of that historic uh, background and reputation, do you think that there is too much pressure put on weddings these days? And I mean, I know it seems mm-hmm. awkward to ask that of you because you're a wedding planner, like your job is to make weddings come to life, make a bride's vision for the most wonderful things she can think of, make it actually happen. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's too much pressure put on on weddings as opposed to marriages? I, I, again, yeah. let's be specific yeah. here. We are distinguishing, Rhea and, I, Rhea and I both agree on, have agreed on this, including our own wedding. A marriage and a wedding are two different things. Mm-hmm. A marriage is a lifetime. A wedding is a party. Okay? Yeah. And, and they're both great, but you don't need the wedding to have a marriage. And I, I'm going to say this right now. I'm really hoping that, I'm honestly hoping to see a lot of people who are thinking about postponing their wedding i don't want to see them postpone their marriage yeah so i've actually had um a client yesterday email me and say we may need to reschedule can we do that and i'm like yeah if we reschedule like it's, it's fine we'll just move forward but don't reschedule marrying your bride yeah the don't groom who talked to me don't so. put your life on hold for a virus no i mean <laughs> Because that'll, t- yeah. that'll lower your immune system. Yeah, don't let it don't let it take that from you. Um, it's taken everything else. Yeah, it's it's really kind of really jinxed a lot of things. But it's a, it's been incredible. This okay? Can we just acknowledge how? Okay, I'm trying not to get political here. Okay, but in the course of I like stop you. what a week, everything shut down. Like no restaurants, no bars, no events, nothing more than what ten people mm-hmm. now. People got to stay home. You can't travel anywhere. It's just the whole world just shut off. Mm-hmm. And now the government's saying like, all right, we're going to put out some sort of stimulus package. So you all have some spending money. I'm like, to spend on what? We can't go anywhere. And we can, <laughs> right. And, and all right. Sorry. But it's, yes. it's, it's, so, it is crazy. Like right now, hopefully if you're listening to this, you're after this whole coronavirus epidemic. We're breathing easy on the other side of yeah, it. Yeah, I honestly don't think that this can last. I, I, a bride was just asking me, I was thinking about scheduling in August 2021, but now I'm not even sure if that can happen. I'm like, this is not going a to last that long. A pandemic can't last a year. It's not going to last that no. long. So, knock on wood. Viruses <laughs> run their happen. course. It's and, not going to happen. And we will recover um, the longer recovery will be the economic recovery. Yes. And but now we're, we're going back from the political side of yes, things. We're I just gonna... wanted to acknowledge that it is crazy. There are people getting sick. We're not making light of that, but just wow, that it actually mm-hmm. happens. So if you're, if you're listening to this, chances are, I'd imagine your situation is not specifically, what do I do? Amongst when, the whole COVID-19 deal. Right. You're, you're dealing with some other question like maybe we need more time to get to save up more money mm-hmm. or maybe we need to finish school or maybe we need to time it. So family are going to be back from a trip or, um, you know, it could be different things. You, you have mm-hmm. a very intensive job 
in, that you just started and it's just maybe it's just not the right time to have a wedding. Don't let that stop you from getting married. Right. So what are some other, well, go ahead. You had something to say. Yeah. Well, weddings, weddings do take a lot of planning. I mean, there's a lot of details and the more people that you have involved, the, the more details, the more pressure that there is to in, in the planning because you're, you're having to deal with like, how do I accommodate a crowd? Mm-hmm. And that includes food and that includes spaces and, and everything else. Whereas an elopement, which I would like to talk a little bit about how elopements can be really beautiful and not they certainly can. It's not just like you go in your jeans and t-shirt to the county clerk's office and you get your marriage license and then you find someone who's ordained to sign it for you. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about making making your own little celebration of it, but having an intimate ceremony where you still get married and you still acknowledge the beginning of that, that marriage and how significant it is, but you save the party, you save the crowd for later. Yeah. So what, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, maybe this will help spark your train of thought again. Um, I would love to plan a lot of elopements because logistically, because there's a lot less pressure, you're, you're dealing with a bride and groom and maybe their immediate family, but it opens up a lot more options as far as venues and as far as like the budget and everything, because you don't have to plan for feeding 120 people. Yeah. Food for guests alone. If, if budget is your question is if a budget is the issue here, then yeah. Yeah. An elopement would definitely be a lot cheaper. Now, um, did you have something else well, on that? Because I, I had a question. I just think you there's a lot more room to play with making an elopement really beautiful. You don't have to cut the corners on design as much, like even with a dress or something like that. Mm-hmm. But there's also beyond design, beyond the beauty of it, there's something really special about a small, intimate, shared moment that, you know, there, you're not, you're not playing to the crowd. You're, you're definitely able to more focus on each other. There's no temptation to perform. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm very avidly saying you should never feel, you should never have to perform at your wedding. But I do understand that there's a, a pressure to kind of feel like you're the star in a show. And yeah. And how, I mean, even it brings celebrity. up, the, yeah, a little bit of a celebrity status, but it also brings up the questions of like guest behaviors. How will certain guests interact with mm-hmm. each other? And there's that added pressure from that too. And we're not slamming weddings. No, we're not. No, we're just, absolutely we're not. That's that, our life business right yeah. now. So <laughs> and we're not slamming weddings. We're just saying that there are other options. And in times like this, it might be a good idea mm-hmm. to elope. Now, what about the people who... We said maybe they want to get married and plan a wedding later on because let's right. be honest, weddings are fun mm-hmm. and and it's great. And I know plenty of people who have said like, we can't wait for our wedding and have all of our family together and our friends. Like I really was looking, I was really looking forward to sharing that with my family and friends. Right. Like I would have, Rhea, I would have very happily married you in a private ceremony. 
Yeah, I would, I would have ab- very happily <laughs> married you in a private ceremony. I would have very happily done that. But we actually toyed I, with that idea quite a bit. We did, yeah. <laughs> I I enjoyed our wedding, though. I enjoyed mm-hmm. having people there, and I enjoyed seeing everyone interact and you know celebrating with everyone. And I, I, I liked that. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we did that. So I know that there's there's people out there who, most people, at pro- in fact, are, are probably saying like, no, we, we don't want to give that up. We don't want to elope because mm-hmm. we want to have that celebration. Then don't elope. But I would still say that if the only thing keeping you from getting married is the logistics or finances or timing of planning a wedding, you should get married anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be, I always, I, I, maybe, I don't know, maybe this isn't how it used to be, but I always thought that an engagement period was basically just the wedding planning period. Right. Like when I proposed to you and I gave you that ring, I was saying like, I'm ready to marry you. Mm-hmm. I want you to be my wife. Right. And the only, the only reason why I'm not marrying you tonight is because... Actually, now that I think about it, why didn't I just marry you that night? Well, because you need 24 hours after you go to the county clerk. Okay, well, why didn't I marry you the next day then? Like, you know, Because we wanted our families right. to be involved. You know, we just, we went in saying... We wanted a shared moment. Yeah, and it was fun to anticipate it and everything. Mm-hmm. But if we had planned our wedding for this March instead mm-hmm. of last uh, March of 2019, which is when we actually did get married... Happy anniversary, by the way. (laughs) Happy anniversary to you. (laughs) If we had planned our wedding for this year instead of last year, we would be amid this whole pandemic and Mm -hmm. our wedding very much would have been on hold because uh, the the date literally was like two days after the whole restrictions of gatherings and everything. March 16th is when pretty much everything shut down. So (laughs) we would have been... Maybe it's us. Maybe we're the jinx. Yeah, it was our anniversary. (laughs) But we totally would have gotten married and and just eloped. If that had happened, I would have said, no, no, no. I've been looking forward to this. I wanted to marry you on March 16th. I am going to marry you on March 16th. Obviously, we probably can't fly out and do our honeymoon. We're going to have to figure out a way around that. We're going to have to reschedule the wedding. We're going to have to change plans, but I am marrying you. Mm -hmm. So... That's where I get confused, and I'm not I'm not slamming anybody for this, but this is this legitimately confuses me, where people get engaged and they stay engaged for like eight years, yeah, and they just say like, well, it wasn't the right time, it wasn't the right time. I'm like, but you want to get married, yeah. If you've already Do made it. that decision that this is what you're doing, then why not put the action yeah. to doing it? I mean. How long did we actually wait to get married? We were like, let's, we got engaged six and then we were like, let's get married in six months. We're like, let's plan a wedding really fast and mm-hmm. here we go. And again, I, there's nothing, I'm not saying that if you propose, you should be ready to go to the JP that night. Right. But I am saying that you should propose as committed being ready to yeah. go to the JP that night. So I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm saying that you should be able to like, don't. Don't yeah. get engaged unless when you get engaged, you're saying I'm ready to marry you. Yeah, it's and now not, it's just a logistics question. It's not like oh, this is the next step in making this decision. Yeah, it's not like you go from you know going out to dating to boyfriend girlfriend to being engaged to being 
you know, and that's when you're really serious. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. What, what do they have? Did they, are promise rings still a thing? Like, they, I'm not, I'm <laughs> I not engaged I looked at them you. as reservation rings. I, I hate those. This is, <laughs> I am totally slamming this. I'm, I'm 28 years old, but I've got, you know, like I, I was born in the wrong decade. I'm an old soul. I think a promise ring is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. And it's I'm not, just... Anyone who's listening, who's got a promise ring, that's stupid. <laughs> Okay. You are totally being judged right now by I'm, Joe. And I'm not I'm not talking about the silver ring promises. I'm talking about the promise rings that say, I'm not asking you to marry me, but I promise that someday I will. Yeah. Like either make a commitment or don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I sort of understand it if you're like sixteen, but then the question is like you're sixteen, so you're just stupid because you're sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sixteen and maybe you have a lot of other decisions to make between yeah. now and the altar, but I'm just saying that an engagement should be a commitment. Yeah. You shouldn't be going into an engagement being like, Yeah, Mills, I still might want out of this. Yeah. Like if, if that's the case, then, you know, you, you should not get engaged. When you should, when you get engaged, you should be like, I want to get married to you. Let's make a party or let's have a private ceremony or whatever. Yeah. But I am going to marry you. I think I looked at engagement as like, okay, now we're engaged. Now we're just figuring out how to make this happen. Yeah. This is just like the logistics planning time. It's not mm-hmm. the, are we sure we want to do this? So it mm-hmm. really confuses me and it's a so many people that I encounter, and I, again, I don't want to slam anybody because <laughs> I have a lot of clients who have been engaged for years and, and they say like, yeah, we got engaged and then, you know, maybe they had a child or mm-hmm. maybe they had a career change and they had to delay the wedding. And I understand delaying the wedding. I understand that, you know, that's a big thing and logistically it may need to happen. Right. I just couldn't, maybe it's just me, but I couldn't have waited to marry you. I could barely wait six months. We had that paper chain that we tore the links off each day. <laughs> that thing was so it, depressing it to seemed, look at. <laughs> every time I looked at it, it seemed so long. I'm like, I couldn't wait eight years to marry mm-hmm. you. I couldn't stand it. I remember even the feeling two days before the wedding. I was like, there's still, there's still two, two days, two days, two times to say goodnight and, and have to like, you know, we had to say goodbye. And that was I was sick and tired of saying goodbye to you. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been so impatient in my life. <laughs> and uh one one important part about our marriage and the beginning of our marriage and why we were so anxious for that to begin was because we waited until we got married to begin combining our lives together. Like um I didn't move in until we got married. And also, I think the only thing that we really put together was our budget, but our money wasn't actually like combined and I wasn't on your bank account until after we got married. So it was like, that was the marker of the beginning of our lives together. That was when we moved in together. That was when we started sharing our, our, our daily lives together. Mm -hmm. And, and so that was significant. That was something that was long awaited and I'm really glad that we did it that way because it it very clearly marked that the beginning of, of life together for us. I feel like this is such an abstract subject because everyone's going to have their own opinion on it and your family background plays into it, your cultural background plays into it. And so what we're putting out here is an opinion and our thoughts on it, um, you know, our experience with it, but it's very subjective. 
So yeah, I mean, it, it really, this is really my opinion. Like I was saying, I couldn't wait longer mm-hmm. than I did to marry you. And if I had to, I would have said, well, let's just get a JP then because I want to marry you today. This is what I've been living for mm-hmm. since I bought you that ring. Wouldn't it have been fun to get married and nobody know about it? We, yeah. we actually talked about doing that. We did. And then I mean, we didn't, we didn't and then do we it. thought we about our families about disowning us and stuff, but yeah, that would have um, caused some conflict. Yeah. But I, you I know, think that's, that's an interesting thought actually. But I wonder if elopements would be especially good for people who there's really, family issues, There's family issues. Like one of our mm-hmm. biggest things that we, we, we worked our wedding in such a way. We actually thought about having our wedding much earlier than we did, like even three months after the proposal. Right. But one of the big things was, was that a large portion of your family was not able to come. Right. Unless we did it further down the road. Yeah. And, you know, if we didn't have um, family that was maybe as involved in our lives, if we weren't as connected, you know, maybe we would have said like, let's just, let's just elope. Yeah. Let's, let's not like do it, you know, eloping used to mean, I think that a lot of people think, you think of eloping as, especially people of a previous generation would think of eloping as like running away and getting married and scandalous, secret. scandalous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nowadays it just means a small ceremony. Right. And I know plenty of people who, um, like I've, I've done elopement, I've done photography for elopements and mm-hmm. it's, it's very, it's not secretive at all. It's just, you go there, you have uh, a couple witnesses, usually close friends, you have a, a officiant, you mm-hmm. get married, you take some nice pictures and, and you tell people like, you know, that I did a, a couple's elopement and they first thing they did was they had pictures and uh, they did some on their phone so they could send it to their family and their, their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, they just wanted to get married. So they did and they, and they weren't secretive about it. Mm-hmm. And it was great. You know, it was beautiful and, and it was it was tearful and it, it was it was wonderful to watch. I loved photographing it. One, and it only took an hour for me to do so. Yeah. <laughs> One thought I had was you know, especially if you are in a situation like coronavirus is taking over the planet mm-hmm. and you want to get married and you still want your family and friends to share in that moment, you can live stream it. You can, you know, yeah, simply use, do a Facebook live. Use technology. And the those who want to share in that moment with you will, you know, watch your That's live. That's a great idea, yeah. Um, and they won't be coughing on you or, or spreading any sort of virus. Mm-hmm. Um, but... For those with family issues where there's concern of drama and, you know, people having relational issues, I would totally say elope because mm-hmm. take that stress off if that's the, the beginning of your marriage. Like, yeah, if that's going to diminish mm-hmm. the celebration. If you're going to be worried about that, just just give yourself the ability to not have to worry about that. Everything that you and I do as business people in the wedding industry, me as a photographer and you as a, as a wedding planner, our goal is to celebrate the marriage. Mm-hmm. We are not partiers. Yeah. You, you and I actually are, are very introverted. We actually don't like parties, but we, we like the celebrations. Mm-hmm. But anytime that we see the celebration, the party, the decorations, the pic, even the pictures, mm-hmm. anytime we see that distracting from the value of the couple's marriage is when we say we need to pull back. Yeah. That's We're, a this, red this flag. This isn't the priority anymore. We need, mm-hmm. we need to refocus. 
And that's, I think that that's our main point in this particular episode. It, it is kind of a subjective one, mm-hmm. but yes, yeah. that's, that's what I would, that's, maybe you can word it better Let's than me. really emphasize the value of the marriage and, and the joining of your lives and the beginning of a family. Like let's, let's mark that point in history. Um, and sometimes that needs to be celebrated later. I think that's, that's really the main point of what we have is value your marriage and make that the main focus. Remember what's important in this whole aspect. Yeah. Even if you're not dealing with a global pandemic. And the other main point that I have is that I really do want to plan elopement. So this is out there. Yeah. If you (laughs) are out there and you want to get married, I would love to plan elopements. There are a lot of good places Mm -hmm. in the Finger Lakes too, to have elopements. Tell you what. Yeah. Or anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be Finger Lakes. That's just where we have to be. Anyway, little plug for the Finger Lakes region. FLX for the win. Yeah. I would I would plan elopements all over. Oh, yeah. And see so, those, you know those pictures you see of people having these private ceremonies and they're in like Utah and yeah. Arches Hiking. National Park. Yeah, on top of mountains. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I actually was in, I was hiking in Glacier National Park and we, we were hiking out there and we're like in the middle of nowhere. And then this like cart drives by with a bride and a groom and an officiant going to oh this um, plateau to do their wedding. I'm like, that is so cool. Like she was yeah. already in her dress. They must have like helicoptered in or something because you don't get to that without some serious travel. So they, they probably right. flew in because I doubt she hiked in, those, in that dress. She may have just been that good at hiking. Mm-hmm. And some people, they get really clever yeah. at it. They hike all the way out there and they bring their, their dress and stuff like in a pack. And then mm-hmm. they have like a tent or something and they can get changed and then they have their ceremony right there. Okay. So, so I have cool. a question for you. Should we get married again and do that? Uh, yes. Right. Can I unmarry you? And, and re- do you want to get divorced <laughs> so we can get married again? I don't want to get divorced. I just want to unmarry you so I can remarry you. you um, un- isn't this the same thing? You want to unmarry I'm making you? up something that isn't a this thing. This is hurtful. I know. Um where just- <laughs> no, this is my question. Okay, if we were getting married this year and facing this issue, but we could still travel, where would you want for us to get eloped? Is to get eloped? To is elope? That- <laughs> to elope? Not get eloped? <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Is that how we're going to finish this? Yeah, we're just a little, where, little fantasy dreaming. Yeah, where would where would we elope? Like, where would we, I think, be happiest, or where would I want to specifically? Where would you pick? Well, it would be a national park. Mm-hmm. We would be out very far where we're not going to have people walking by and going, oh, yay. So we don't have like the wedding crashers. Right. Elopement right. crashers. Right, 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 right. Let me think. Oh, man. I mean, if I could, I, I, know, where, I know where I would be, but it's really hard to get to. But it would be. So would we hike? We would have to hike. Okay. And we would have to probably hike more than one day just to get there. Okay. I think. At least the direction that I took when I hiked there. Um, there's probably other similar areas that wouldn't require this, but this is just the one that I've been to. And it would be Hurricane Pass in Grand Teton National Park. Okay. In, in that golden hour. Preferably, it's not raining as well. That has been by far like one of the most incredible views I have ever seen. You can see three states from that point. You can see this entire Cascade Canyon, the, the valley. It's the picture that we have mm-hmm. in the living room, you, you know. Yeah, I'm just trying. Can you imagine having your wedding? and That, that would be amazing. I'm just trying to, to figure out the logistics of changing into my wedding dress up there. 
Because you can we see three you, states from there, right? Well, that's not very private. No, I, I mean, I had to use the John while I was up there too. <laughs> and there's no trees, so that was interesting. Right. No one was up there, though. Like, you can see three mm-hmm. states, but, you know, it's not like there's three states looking at you. Mm-hmm. So that would have been an epic ceremony. And it would have been incredible. You know what, where else would have been really cool is on the shores of Acadia National Park. That would be much less hiking. Yeah. That'd be a beautiful yeah. scene. Like otter cliffs or, yeah. or, or even down there in the bowl. Oh, that would have been cool. It's yeah. So peaceful. Or right yeah. on top of uh, Beehive Mountain. All those little mountains <laughs> up there. I would take the easier side up Beehive what, what, what to was get the, married because otherwise we might die. What was the um, cascade, known a cascade? Um, Cadillac? Ca- Cadillac Mountain. Yeah, yeah there's that. a lot of people there, though. I'm sure a lot of a lot people of would be there. Yeah. For the privacy thing, I would say Hurricane Pass. Yeah. Okay, what about you? And then we'll we'll wrap it up with that. Honestly, I think it would have been somewhere in the Big Sur Carmel area mm. where we went for a honeymoon. Mm. But I was going to say that the great thing about getting married in a national park like um, Grand Teton National Park is you can have on-site lodging. You just take your tent. tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not for everybody. Not for everybody. And it's not what we did. So. And it doesn't have to be an elopement. <laughs> an elopement doesn't mean that you're in some remote part of the right. world where you hike to it. You know, an elopement could be at the we just, courthouse. Yeah. Or go we, we go afterwards. to Lake State Park or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So elopements, people. It's a viable option and I want to plan them. And the point is <laughs> value your marriage more than the party celebrating it. Right. Shall we end there? That's where we should end. All right, guys. If you're listening to this, we're live. We're freaking live. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts. And some other things that I've got to research before actually putting this, because at the time of the recording, we're not up. But if you're listening to this, we are. You can subscribe now. So please do that and give us a rating because we want to get this rolling. We want to get this podcast out there, get some people listening, get some brides and grooms excited to talk about weddings and and avoiding global pandemics and stuff. Yeah. Washing your hands. Wash your hands. I, I that's, want to That's hear. how we should end. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. For 20 <laughs> seconds with soap. And water. Um, no, I, soap. I want to hear people's feedback on this. I want feedback on like what people think about elopements. So we're, I, I'm for the, for yeah. we, we should be able to get com- space. Well, we can get comments on some of the platforms, but okay. if you don't have a platform that enables comments, you want them to email you? Yes. Okay. Give them the email. Yeah. Give them the email now. My email is Ria, R-I-A at radiantevents.net. And I want to hear your thoughts on eloping. Bring it on. (laughs) All right. See you next time, guys. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Cough into your elbow. Cough into your elbow. Do the elbow bump for everybody. Don't shake hands. We're done. And get married. (laughs) Yeah, get married. (laughs) 